Hello everyone. This is Marta. This is Anna. And this is You've Got Five Options show. And I cannot hear myself in a headset, so I'm not sure if we are... Uh, can people hear us? Hello everyone. If you can hear me, that's wonderful because I cannot hear myself. So that's uh, quite confusing for me. As you know, probably, this is You've Got Five Options show. And today we have a very, very special guest who will be not only talking with us, but also playing his music live on air. Yes, and uh, we are so excited to be here and it's a live show and it's very, very alive and Anna can hear herself now as well. So she's super Jesus. relieved. <laughs> now, guys, it's like, as you noticed, every single live show, new challenges appear <laughs> and this time I couldn't hear myself. Uh, but yeah, and this is also one of those very first programs that we are recording and uh, recording by this, I mean by a camera. So you might also see the visual of this. And I am uh, not happy about this camera. Hi, guys, staring at me right now. So let's see how this will go. You look beautiful. Everything is going to be fine. And today we have a beautiful topic mm. as beautiful as Anna oh, Jesus. to discuss and this is the power of purpose. Yeah. That's the topic for today. And we have invited Paul. Paul, can you please say how you say your full name? Because I'm afraid to, you know, that I will come up with some <laughs> weird uh, way of saying your last name. Yeah. Uh, well, the English way would be Paul Bader. Uh, Okay, yeah. so, so you so <laughs> you have different versions of your surname uh, depending on the audience. Yeah, you could say that. Okay, so we should say Paul Bader, not no. Vader, not like a... No, <laughs> I actually had that nickname during high school. Yeah, I, I think it's a cool nickname. <laughs> it's a very cool nickname, very... Yeah. Although your oh. voice is a bit different than uh, yeah. Vader's, and, yeah. and I think thank God, because <laughs> he was not a good singer. Although there was something in his voice that moved us all. In all directions. In, in some way. Yeah. Less or more purposeful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, guys, a big topic for uh, for this uh, beautiful Friday afternoon. Well, what the heck? It's raining like hell. Why am I saying it's beautiful? I guess I'm confused still. So, uh, yes. You're building the nice atmosphere, Marta. Marta. That's what you do. So, life purpose. It's a big topic, isn't it? And it's coming around in circles, at least for me, like all the time I hear about it, I read about it, I'm asked about it, I ask people about it. It's a big deal. So I'm going to uh, hit you with this one in a moment. But let us tell our listeners a little bit about you, Paul. So we know you're Paul Bader slash Vader mm -hmm. from the past. That's one. But tell us, who are you, Paul? I... Um will be actually 20 in a few days. Oh, happy birthday. No, it's a bad luck to wish you happy birthday before you are turning <laughs> your birthday. Okay, so 20, that's that's young. Yeah, still, I, I appreciate the, the, <laughs> the, the congratulations. The yeah. yeah. Um, I come from Romania mm -hmm. uh, and I study multimedia design here in, in Denmark. Okay, but that's not what you want to share today, right? No, uh, that was... That was the very basic introduction that yeah. <laughs> everybody gets, I guess. Um, 
But Paul, can you, can I just ask you a question? Why? How, how did you got here to this radio station? How how did this all happen? Um, well, I found out about the the post that you made that you were yeah. looking for uh, guests, and and it seemed very appealing, you know, to just to share things from my perspective, um, and and about my passion, which is music. Okay. So it was a very nice opportunity at the right time. <laughs> and I guess it was quite spontaneous, right? Yeah. So you just saw it and then you clicked on it and then you filled in the super awesome online form, which I created. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> As a multimedia designer, I can really appreciate that one. So. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, but Kudos guys, to that. Uh, I, I have to say that this is that simple. This is that simple. We, we did... Uh, put some announcement on Facebook that we would like to have some guests. So we put this announcement, we put a link and Paul just applied. So we have never met him before. We just met him through the form that is super well designed, as he says. Yep. And uh, you just applied and uh, and that was pretty much all. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so it's pretty much spontaneous. You are not planning to be on the radio at all. No, <laughs> okay. it came as a surprise. Even okay. even you ca- calling back, it was very unexpected and very very fast. And you know why? Because we care here. We are not some kind of you know mm. ruthless people in the radio. We actually really want to have guests here, and uh, you were the first person who sent us the form. Oh really? Uh, yes, because I think you you replied within literally like a, an hour or two. It was very, very fast. <laughs> so uh, we also took it as a sign, I guess, that, uh, that you know, we, we have to dig into that. So let's call it a destiny today. And if we are uh, on a destiny topic, Marta, then maybe we can also gently slide into the purpose. Yes, I just wanted to elaborate a little bit on this, uh, that Paul is here because of his music. So that's your passion. That's yeah. something that you came here to share with us today. Right. So just tell us a little bit why music is so important to you. Well, um, music has been a a very big part of my life since (laughs) as long as I can remember. We me and my sister when joined the choir from like five or six uh, years old and and afterwards I continued with singing lessons, but then it just kind of faded away for a while. Um, but in my teenager period, it, it really came back. Um, so I took that as a sign that it's like, it, it was clear that it's something that I like. Um, and recently I've also started making music uh, and I started with covers. Um, yeah, and it, it music in general helps me with things that I'm dealing with. It's like almost some sort of therapy, you know? It's like mm-hmm. you you listen that somebody else is going through the same thing or um, I don't know, e- either way if it's happy or, or sad. So it was a, a, a nice way to, to to get in my safe place. Yeah, I I think that this is uh, something that I can definitely relate to because I'm a writer and uh, whenever I have uh, uh, some sort of uh, difficult moments in my life or emotions I have to deal with, I write. 
And then when I write, I share it and uh, it gives me a certain relief. So I think art in general, it's a, it's a way of channeling your emotions yeah. and also feeling connected with others, especially if you yeah. listen to someone who goes through something and you can identify with it. And also through creating art, we many times I think we go through some kind of catharsis or healing. So. So is this, uh, am I putting words in your mouth or is this no. how you how you feel? <laughs> no, actually, while listening to that, I, it just uh, came in my, into my mind the, this quote that I think I saw on uh, probably social media that uh, it was like uh, something like, um, my music will tell you about myself more than I will ever probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I totally agree. Okay. okay, great. So I think that is a perfect uh, way to transition to the purpose topic. Mm-hmm. So, Anna, will you tell me oh, what life mark. purpose is for you? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, uh, thank you, Marta, for uh, asking this great question. <laughs> And I will answer uh, because I actually have my own private definition. So Paul and Marta will ask you this question, which I am absolutely sure will happen very, very soon. We are not looking for any definitions because I think it's a very intimate and private thing for all of us, right? So I would say that um, for me, a purpose uh, is a combination of two things, a passion you have for something. And um, on the other hand, the way you can actually serve others with that passion or help people. So basically, I love to write. And that's a passion of mine. And I love to put my emotions into my writing. But that's a passion. If I know that my writing can touch another human being, Mm -hmm. and through my writing, I can uh, help someone to smile or to reflect or to give hope or whatever that would be, I consider that as a purpose. Because then my passion, it's not only something self-indulgent, you know, something I like to do in my free time for myself or for fame or whatever, but I actually touch other people's lives. Marta, do you like this answer? I do like this answer a lot. Thank you. I knew that I could count on you when it comes to life purpose. (laughs) That was a true definition of an artist. You're you're a true, complete artist. (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) I like to consider myself like that. But uh, yeah, this is uh, it took me a while to get into this definition. It's it's not an easy thing to define. You know, you have to have years of uh, of a journey and uh, and stuff. So, yeah. So how about you, Paul? What is a life purpose for you? I uh, I probably don't know um, a very specific kind of, you know, idea that I, I take as my purpose. But I came to the conclusion very recently that it's, it's so important to find the things um, that make you happy and to just do them. Um, So I guess my purpose is is to be happy, to find happiness. And um, it's more simple than I thought, you know, before. Because it's not like, um, it's not a destination. It's like learning to to enjoy the happy moments and the happy little things around you. So my purpose is to keep learning to enjoy little things. 
Wow, that's that's really great. And I really like because uh, yeah. you actually gave an answer on how to find your life purpose. Mm-hmm. It is actually through acting up on those little things that bring you joy. So both of you guys gave a really great uh, definition of High the five. purpose. Yay. Yeah. And I will tell you that I love this approach where mm-hmm. we talk about the inner purpose mm-hmm. and the higher purpose. And the inner purpose is like you are just living through it. You can never go wrong because you breathe it. That's what you do. That's what you that's the family you're born into. That's relationships that you build. That's the things that you do. So you can never get go wrong. It's just happening through you. So your inner purpose, you are breathing it, you are acting upon it and so on. And then there is the higher purpose. Mm-hmm. So this is something that some people call like, this is why you were sent to this world so mm-hmm. that you can fulfill a specific mission. Mm-hmm. And I love this approach. I uh, read it on Forever Conscious. That's a portal I can recommend to everyone. And I think this uh, article about inner vs higher purpose is really great. And the higher purpose The person that wrote this article said that so far, and I think it's a she, if it's a he, I apologize. (laughs) She identified the three higher purposes is to heal, to deliver a message or to bring revolution. (gasps) So your inner purpose, you can never go wrong with it. That's just simply what you live through in every Mm -hmm. day life. And the higher purpose is one of the three or something else. That's just the Mm -hmm. that's just what the person has identified. So if you would have to choose one, have you come here to heal, to deliver a message or to bring revolution? Which one would you answer? I I think uh, is the one with like bringing something uh, to the table is like delivering the message. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that uh, I think this is a purpose of many artists, to be honest, deliver the message. What about you, Anna? Uh, difficult one. Huh? It's a difficult one. <laughs> it's a difficult one because, uh, as you might uh, suspect, I'm a bit older than Paul and I have more time to experience different things. So I guess it was changing uh, over the time. So I would say uh, at one point I thought that I'm here to bring a revolution. Then I was thinking that maybe I'm here to deliver a message. Then I had my uh, episodes with uh, maybe I'm here to heal some people. So now I am open to uh, rediscovery of my higher purpose. I, I do think that it's possible that it's more than one. And yeah. I don't yeah. think this is like black and white. It was I was just curious if you had to choose one. Mm-hmm. What is the most present for you right now? Mm-hmm. Which which one of them? For example, for me, the most present right now is to heal, mm-hmm. for example. But I have also been considering to deliver the message and so on. For you is to deliver the message right now. And if yeah. you have to choose one right now, which is the most present one for you? Oh, what the hell? I will bring the revolution. <laughs> Why not? (laughs) Okay. So I wanted to say one more thing about those two purposes, which Mm -hmm. I thought was great. So apparently, according to Forever Conscious, if you manage to tune in into Mm -hmm. your inner purpose Mm -hmm. and align it with your higher purpose, this is where the magic happens. Mm -hmm. So it's like you can never go wrong because whatever you do, you are within your inner purpose. Your higher purpose, that's something that is like why you were sent here. So it is something that Mm -hmm. you have within your life, so to Mm -hmm. speak. 
but actually the magic happens when you align both of them. Mm-hmm. So if you are, if what you are living through and breathing through and doing is aligned with your higher purpose, this is when the magic happens. This is where there's a lot of joy and this is where mm-hmm. apparently you can, you know, go art, yeah. go in this full alignment and mm-hmm. Even right just path. thinking about it, it brings you s- like this beautiful image, like mm-hmm. everything is in in place yeah Yeah. I I actually have a connected question with that Paul what would happen if I would tell you that from tomorrow you cannot play music anymore (gasps) how would that make you feel please don't do that no uh, (laughs) let's say hypothetically in some different dimension when I actually have a power to say that to you (laughs) but how would you feel um well I guess I would go to my B plan um which is which is still art and it's mm-hmm. like in general because throughout the years i i kind of tried different sorts of you know art um and i'm actually already doing it it's like uh, i don't i wouldn't actually call it a b plan because i'm already working on it mm-hmm. the, uh the studies that i have now multimedia design uh mm-hmm. i've always been passionate about photography and uh I tried drawing and painting and uh, also fell in love with the, the technological part. So mm-hmm. uh, it's a great way of combining them. And it's and it's still art. I've been gravitating towards art since <laughs> forever. So I guess if, if music just would get out of the question, I would probably just continue with the multimedia design. But for now, I guess I'm doing them both. Mm-hmm. But how would it make you feel? I know that you it have would... a plan B because you are a, a student in your 20s. You have plan B, C, D, Z, yeah. Z. But how would that <laughs> yeah. make you feel? It would devastate me, really. And I, I think that was a, a answer that I was hoping for. Please don't get me in the wrong way. But I am trying to refer to what Marta just said. When you are living your inner purpose yeah. and it's aligned with your higher purpose, this is when you are happy. So I guess when you are living your inner purpose, you are living, breathing and existing, yet you are not fulfilling your higher purpose. This is when you become unhappy or, as I will quote Paul, devastated. So I think that this is actually quite interesting information when you think about if something is my purpose or not think about what if I will not be able to do it tomorrow Mm -hmm. ever again how would that make me feel and if you feel devastated or sad it means that this is something really important for your soul yeah it's like a, a quick test to do for yourself yeah so talking about your soul and making quick tests and music which you love could you please tell us which is the first song that you have prepared for today that you would like us to play for our listeners? Um, the first song is called Never Give Up On You. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a song that was featured in uh, the Eurovision Song Contest, I think, in 2016 or 17. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, but I really like that song because it's it's talking to someone very dear to you. But I guess you could also interpret it as um, a letter to yourself, encouragement to yourself. 
Okay, that sounds really exciting and we will play the song in a second. We should know it because we watch Eurovision every year, Marta. So if we don't know it, <laughs> it's extremely, extremely... Okay, afterwards I want to know which country it, it represents. If, if, if you we could guess. guess. Yeah. Okay, but we will play the song right now. I'll keep them safe Not a sign of weakness It's a sign of faith West and time So you don't fall You're not defeated You're in repair Don't have to call me I'll always be there West and time So If you could see how far you've walked, you would see that all not lost. I will never give up on you. I don't care what I've got to lose. Just give me your hand and hold on. Together we'll dance through this storm. I will never give up on you. You're the one that I'm are back here uh, in the studio. It's You've Got Five Options show with Marta, Anna and Paul, our special guest. Vader Vader. And we actually <laughs> had a conversation while we were listening to this wonderful cover. Uh, what What is this song? And you have chosen a song from Eurovision 2016 from Great Britain. And if there are any British people listening to us right now, I have to say that you usually are not sending the strongest songs, but this was a very nice rendition of the of the song from Eurovision. So great job, Paul. Really. 
Thank you. And I think it was actually from the 2017. Although. 17. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Now I'm going Approved. to like, yes, I'm going to like very naturally bring us to the second part of our show. <laughs> That was very uh, yes, natural. Very yeah. natural. Yes. Uh, so what we are going to do now is we are going to discuss the five questions that we have uh, engaged our listeners and followers to find the answers from. And we will, of course, be asking those questions to Paul. So the way it will go is we have the five questions related to the power of the purpose. We will ask Paul and then Anna will be telling you what our listeners, followers uh, responded to that. So the first question is, Paul, who did you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> um, I, uh, I'm sure I'm not the only one that went through phases. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess the very very first thing that i wanted to become you know when when i when i was about to grow up was an architect architect yeah mm, okay um but maybe maybe not for the r right reasons it was it was mainly because i was playing with uh, playing with a uh, lego okay. a lot you know as a kid and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I actually liked about it. It was it was also constructing, you know, something from from scratch, but it was probably also the colors, you know. It was like some uh, some combination of art and Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's true. Cool. Um I was not expecting the sensor by the way, Paul. You have slightly surprised me. But uh, thank you for that. And I think Lago is cool indeed. Okay, and Anna, will you tell us who did you want to be when you grow up and who our listeners wanted to be when they grow up? When I was really little, and by that I mean three years old, that's my fa first memory, or actually it's not my memory, it's my mother's memory. She said that I was introducing myself, my name is Anna and I want to be a cleaning lady. Oh. Yes. Yes, that was my dream when I was three. And then <laughs> since I was, I think, eight, nine years old, I wanted to be a writer. So uh, that was my dream. And Marta, what was your dream? So this is where I'm always like, am I the only person on earth uh, that uh, either doesn't remember at all who mm. I wanted to be or have never known? who I want to be when I grow up. So I remember, of course, since I was a teenager, changing that idea who I want to be when I grow up every uh, few months. But from mm -hmm. childhood, literally, I don't remember who I wanted to be when I grow up. Literally don't remember. Enigma. Okay, that's quite uh, quite interesting because most of people do have some kind of dreams when they are kids. And I will tell you now and I will put you guys into shame because Marta, you don't remember and you wanted to be an architect. Those are dreams of people who are 15 and not children because our listeners responded. Inventor, three people said writer, journalist, one people said revolutionist. Then mm -hmm. there was one person who said a mom. Two people said they wanted to be uh, in an army, be a soldier. One wow. person was, wanted to be like Nelson Mandela. <laughs> Then there was a, someone who just said, I wanted to be a happy person. One person said someone famous. There was one girl who said president's wife and someone adventurous. So as you can see, all of those dreams are not really representing uh, lucrative career paths that now we are being uh, 
fit to like mm-hmm. a manager or a, oh, yeah, yeah it, none of none of those kind of things. You know, the closest to uh, to some kind of organized job is the soldier army because you have to have a discipline. So it's actually extremely interesting to see that people had all sorts of weird ideas. Ex- especially president's wife is something that really was like, whoa, that's a specific uh, yeah. dream for a little <laughs> <Specific>. girl. <laughs> yeah. So uh, then we ask another question because actually the line that we followed was that many times when we are kids, we want to be someone and then we grow up, we become a teenager. And by that time, as Marta said, remember when you told last time when we had a live show, How many times do we hear no or you can't when we are growing up? So up until the age when we are like about 17, we have heard no uh, about 175,000 times on average and only yes, about 5,000 times. Yes, yeah, so that's oh. actually quite terrifying news. If I yes, it's very sad. So imagine all of those little revolutionists, writers, and uh, Nelson Mandela's and President's wife are yeah. being said no and no and no throughout all their childhood, and then they are forgetting their childhood dream. And the funny thing is, there are some uh, theories that are saying that what you wanted to be as a kid can be actually your true purpose. That was something related to your higher purpose. But then all the education and all the culture around Mm -hmm. you and the society has squeezed that purpose by saying no constantly. So you had to choose something more rational. So the second question was, Marta, is your childhood dream reflected in what you are doing today? So let's go into Lego and being architecture and what you're doing today. Well, as I said earlier, I guess it is partially that I still create something, you know, um, that I still give something. Yeah. You you do something creative because multimedia design is about designing and it's about some sort of, I would say, digital architecture. Am I even like (laughs) getting close because I'm trying to see because yeah, I have to say something, Paul, you are a very interesting case because you are someone who had a rather rational dream about being an architect and ended up wanting to be a musician. Mm -hmm. And usually the the tendency is the other way around. So someone wants to be a superstar singer or a famous uh, in a famous band and then he chose to be an architect. So that's an interesting thing for me to hear. Yeah, but I guess. Yeah, as I said, I, I'm still, I'm still doing, I'm still some sort of architect. I build graphic design. I build music. And I guess you still like colors, huh? Yeah. Exactly. Marta, what about you? Are you following the dream you didn't have? <laughs> so for sure, it's very difficult to follow the dream that you don't remember. I, but I can definitely follow up on some of the things that I enjoyed doing when I was a child. So if our life purpose is re, uh, reflected somehow in what we enjoy doing, I certainly have enjoyed doing radio. I was recording myself a lot when I was a child. And here I am today at the radio. And we know about you, Anna. Yeah. <laughs> that was so cool. <laughs> yeah. We know that you are a writer. Yeah. So you are actually very consistent in your childhood dream being reflected in what you do now. 
So I like to think. What that about cleaning? Is that still? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that kind of didn't really fall through. I would say. Yeah, I'm not sure why I would have a dream like this. Maybe I wanted things to be organized or, you know, like mm -hmm. a safe and happy place. I'm trying to find a parallel because otherwise this dream is kind of silly. And actually 33% of our responders said that they are not having their childhood dream reflected because it was kind of silly so if i would go to that dream i would say yeah uh, that was probably me uh, 33% said that uh, they partially uh, have their childhood dream reflected in their current life so that's actually quite nice 8% said that yes they do exactly what they wanted oh wow as they were a kid yeah 26% said no but I am currently working on following that dream. So actually 26% of uh, respondents are trying to come back to their childhood dream. And then, um, and then that's pretty much all because we also had the answer not at all, but I wish I had. No one answered that. So people are e either mm. very okay with not having that dream because it was silly or uh, they are uh, currently trying to follow mm. that dream or they think uh, that they are actually doing something in that category. And I think one uh, answer is really, really interesting. Yes, I do exactly what I wanted when I was a kid. Uh, 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 dear people who responded that, <laughs> this is a spe special message to you. If you can call us on number 60, 29, 75, 50, that's our number here at the station, please tell us what you do. Oh, please. Because that is, uh, yes. I really want to know uh, a person that is doing exactly what he or she wanted when he was a kid. It's um, it's really uh, I, I really am curious. Please call us 60 29 75 50. And uh, with this uh, announcement to yes. please call us and we have the phone ready. We will move to the third question, which was, do you know your life purpose? And the reason why we started to discuss what the purpose actually is at the beginning of the show was exactly because we calculated the results. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we thought that it would be a nice thing to do uh, to start actually discussing. So we already know uh, from you, Paul. So Anna, let's uh, jump right into the statistics about yes. the life purpose. 50% of people uh, do not know what is their life purpose. 38% mm -hmm. of people know what is their life purpose and 12% are uh, giving more philosophical answers like life is a journey which I agree with yeah uh, and I think that means I am uh, on my journey <clears throat> to discover it I think I would interpret this answers in this category so 50% of people still don't know what their life purpose is that's quite a lot and I think it's very interesting because if someone comes to me with this question, do you know what is your life purpose? Every time I get like, oh, oh, holy crap, do I know it or don't I know it? And kind of like, you know, I always get confused. And then when I reflect back on it, then when I look into my favorite definition of inner purpose and higher purpose, then I actually do know. So it's it's quite interesting because some of us, maybe we don't think in those categories and maybe we have to reflect back on it and maybe we have to get inspired somehow. What does it actually mean to us? Mm -hmm. What this life purpose of our purpose is? Because I think we know it. I think we all know it. 
I think it's just that we don't know how to access <laughs> the yeah. answer. Yeah. So I think that that's the deal. I think it's imp to reading this kind of thing like inner purpose, higher purpose. I think it's impossible not to know at all what your life purpose is. I think that people sometimes think that maybe they have to be like super specific, that m my life purpose is to save the cactus uh, living yeah. on the uh, mm -hmm. this uh, desert uh, or whatever. And I think that's why people sometimes think that they don't know. But when you like get the inspirational uh, answers to like the per your life purpose is actually what brings you joy in life and you know this kind of thing this is where you feel aligned uh, and this kind of things then you actually know that you have the access to that answer always which is cool for me because I tend to forget it's like so the first time someone asks me do you know life purpose I'm like damn it I haven't figured it out yet and then <laughs> when I you know when I take it from this other perspective I'm like of course I do it's just that I'm not maybe fully clicked into it maybe yeah. I'm not fully tuned into my purposes mm -hmm. but actually when I think about it and then when I look at it this way I do know it mm. well I, I will say Marta that uh 50% of people, they don't know what their life purpose is. But if we'll get to question number four, and we had a question, how did you discover your life purpose? 40% uh, people responded, I am not sure what life purpose is. So not only people don't know what their life purpose is, but they also don't know what life purpose means. So that's why we actually started with this show with, you know, trying to define, give our own definitions. And I think what you said, Paul, was very much on spot and what Marta just elaborated on, because I think the discovery of a life purpose is when you do something and it brings you joy. That is the compass you're having. Yeah. So look at the things that bring you joy, happiness and fulfillment and follow that lead. So, Paul, question to you, would it be then architecture, Lego or music? Mm. What brings you the biggest joy? I I think I will have to say music. So it it is music indeed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I think that uh, you should actually that, that's why you have a you have a good instinct on exploring that because what brings you the biggest joy probably is that thing you are meant to be doing, I would <laughs> say. But other people responded because we have more responses. Uh, how did you discover your life purpose? So 40% of respondents didn't even know what life purpose means or they are not sure. 30% I haven't yet, but I'm looking for it. So it's quite a topic to, uh, I, I, and I meet this topic actually quite often. People are looking for their life purpose. They feel like they need to discover that purpose. 20% said through actively trying different things and observing how they make me feel. Mm -hmm. And 10%, it's just, it, it just hit me one day. It was like a piano of purpose falling on my head. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> that's like the perfect case scenario. Yeah, why people always said that? You say that because people are like, you know, life purpose. I will walk on the street one day and I will <laughs> have this eureka moment, and I will know. Uh, yeah. And I think it's extremely idealistic, very romantic. Yeah. But uh, but ten percent, yeah, experience that. But the rest actually are trying different things. Yeah, I don't think there's a right way or a wrong way. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, but I strongly agree on the trying. Yeah. Because because it's just l the people that really know it, I guess you could just call it 
luck or or the right moment. But other, otherwise, you just have to try things. Yeah, I, I also agree with that. And I think that people who uh, who know it, it's a great story. But I think we also get discouraged when we are trying and we still don't know because we have this vision that it should hit me one day. Mm-hmm. And then we are like, it's not hitting me. It's not coming. So I will just stop looking. When in reality, most of us, we have to try different things and we have to open up for the opportunities. That's actually my personal opinion. What do you think about that, guys? So I think this is a very tricky thing, the part of discovering your mm-hmm. life purpose. But I think I have already elaborated on that before, you know, this yeah. part of then my immediate answer is no, I don't know. But then when I start, uh, you know, reflecting on it and reading what mm-hmm. life purpose actually is, uh, then I suddenly know. So it's uh, it's a very interesting thing. But I would like us to move to the last question. I was thinking if we should leave it for the next part, because then we will ask Paul a little bit more about the last question. Yeah, should we or should we talk now? Because then we will have to uh, go with the song because Paul prepared two more songs today. Should we go with a song now? I'm totally up for it. Are you? Yes. Okay, so Paul, I will play the next song, but before I will do it, I would like you to tell us why you chose this and what this song means to you. So this next song uh, is uh, the famously (laughs) Look What You Made Me Do song uh, made by Taylor Swift. Um, I try to cover songs that really mean something to me and that I can relate to, and... I guess this was a moment in life <laughs> where I where I really related to this song. Uh, it was it was sort of a, a inconvenient moment, and and I was like, I'm treating music like um, like my diary, you okay. could say. <laughs> so I just came home and I got the mic and I was like, damn. Mm, look what you mean me <laughs> do. Okay. And, and I recorded the cover. Okay, that sounds lovely. So, it's so like I guess we will play it right now. Uh, this is Look What You Made Me Do by Paul Bader. <laughs> What? The world moves on another day, another drama, drama 
but not for me, not for me. All I think about is karma. And then the world was on me, one thing's for sure. Maybe I got mine, but you'll all get yours. But I got smarter, I got harder in the nick of time. Honey, I rose up from the dead, I do it all the time. I've got a list of names, and yours is written on the line. I check it once, then I check it twice. Trust me, I'll be the actor starring in your bad dreams. I don't trust nobody, and nobody trusts me. I'll be the actor starring in your bad dreams. I don't trust nobody, and nobody trusts me. I'll be the actor starring in your bad dreams. I don't trust nobody, and you've got five options is back after the cover. Uh, done uh, by Paul Bader slash Bader yes <laughs> and we are back discussing the power of purpose and now we are going quite deep because we are oh. discussing how do you keep on going when following your purpose doesn't bring you effects and that brings us to the five life guidelines that Paul would like to share with us so Let's have a look, Paul, what it is that keeps you going. And maybe just just to put you in a mood, I will quickly tell you that people have answered. We got only three answers. And one person said, I look hopefully into the future. Another Mm. said, I'm looking at rough times in the past. So two very different strategies. Either I'm hopeful or I'm reflecting at the past. And then uh, one person wrote, I make sure that I have a variety of things I really enjoy doing and switch between them. So those were the answers of our listeners on a question. How do you keep on going when following your purpose doesn't bring you effects? And I remember when we were talking over the phone, you told us the whole story Mm. of how you started with the music. And that's when we thought, okay, we we have to ask him how he was keep on going. So we are looking forward for your tips. Okay. Well, I guess for me, it was also a a mixture of the answers that you got there uh, from the audience. Um, I guess I just, you you just need to take a moment and to um, really think about the things, as I said, the things that make you happy and uh, to appreciate what you have right now, to look at the bright side. I guess, I guess that's the the very first step is to look at the bright side, um, appreciate the things that you have. Uh, you can also look back in the past uh, to 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 look on the lessons that you learned because I I believe everything happens for a reason. Um, everything has something to teach you. Um, but you can also it's it's good to also look into the future and be like, okay, I will apply the things that I learned from the past. Um, but if you <laughs> want me to make them into like five. Uh, I I just have to open my list here. Yes, Paul is opening his list. Um, I can confirm. <laughs> it's accessed. We're getting into it. Yeah. Uh, so the first thing I wrote here is to do what makes you happy. 
as I as I said, whether it's it's about it's if it's related to the purpose, you know, or not. So either way, just take a break and and analyze things and and just say to yourself this is what makes me happy this is what makes me happy and just work on those because life's too short to just focus on the negative stuff um that's a really mature thing to say from someone who's 20 years old i feel very old sometimes but uh, it's it's very mature approach i have to say um then the second thing is um to push your boundaries um challenge yourself um i know sometimes it's so hard to practice what you preach uh and i can relate to that i was i was just working on uh on assign on assignment for school um and i just i just couldn't you know couldn't make it work um but i i i'm still happy that i made this decision to to follow these studies because they challenge myself uh they, they challenge me into a direction that i that i chose before so i know i'm on the right path i it's just things that come along the the way but you just have to get through them you just have to get up and um so push your boundaries but but also know your limits you know um because it's 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 silly to just dive in into something without looking so also be be prudent um a third thing would be um, the fact that everything happens for a reason i choose to believe that because it be, it brings me peace of mind uh to to just know that nothing happens like for by mistake that that everything that we go through is is meant to teach us something and to to show us something um yeah actually i think this is uh this is quite interesting that you mentioned that because yeah how do you keep on going when uh you are following something you believe in and then it doesn't bring you any effects and uh, that is connected in my opinion with something yeah. like a failure or rejection because you know if you are doing something and you hope for the effects to come and these effects they don't simply come you feel right. like you are not doing or you are doing something wrong or it can hit you even you personally you know your ego but if you take this approach of everything happens for a reason and Maybe I'm rejected because there is a reason for that. Or maybe this failure is supposed to teach me something. Or maybe there is something better uh, yeah. waiting for me. And if I would take this chance, then I would not get that great chance that is over there. Exactly. I think that can uh, that can really help. Uh, what do you think, Marta? Yeah, I think this can really help. And I think it's so beautiful to hear something like that from someone who is just uh, 20 years old, you know, this kind of, I really love the way you expressed it. It just gives me peace of mind to know that everything happens for a reason. And it's for me to learn from that. So I think it's just uh, brings my own belief that the humanity is going in the right direction. <laughs> if people already at this age, 
<laughs> come we will up regret with this, this remar- remarks, Marta, I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I'm really hopeful, you know, yeah. hearing these kind of things already with people 20 years old. I think this is really great and I love it. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it co- it's 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 still like triggered by something uh, because I can see that we we as people are not born very uh, positive, you know, from from nature. Yeah, we're we're really quite hard on ourselves, and the true truth is that I used to be like that uh, for quite a long time. So this this approach that Everything happens for a reason. Um, I guess I could say that it's quite new in my life as well. But I'm already seeing results. Because uh, I used to be I used to be so consumed by um, all sorts of thoughts. I, I'm, I used to be that teenager, you know, that thinks a lot, that locks himself into the room and into his bedroom and just thinks and... It, that's risky because you get into overthinking, um, which is unrealistic. It's like you get these ideas in your head that can that might actually not even be true. So I kind of fought with myself for, for years, you know. I kept telling myself that I'm not good enough, that um, this is not for me. What are you trying to do here? Like, who are you trying to fool? Um, but the outcome of that thing was just, um, negative stuff like loneliness and just bitterness in general. It was like nothing could make me happy. So I, I don't know. <laughs> That's the, 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 the tricky thing. I don't know if, if it happens like that for everybody, but for me, it was very recent that I just... I just felt tired, you know, tired with being, with with telling myself these things. So I, I just said, like, if I spent all these years telling myself that I'm not good enough, let's just try. Let's just, <laughs> like, see how it would be if we do it differently. So I'm telling myself now that everything happens for a reason and that there is a purpose. Do you remember what inspired you? What tricked this change? No, uh, no, that's the thing, you know. Uh, it was very, it was very weird. I guess I just, yeah, yeah. now that I think about it, I guess I just got to, to the bottom, you know, of it all. I, I felt like uh, empty, you know. I was, I was really sad when I, when I, when I said that to myself. Um, I was feeling lonely, um... And I, I just, I just couldn't. It was the moment when I said, "This is rock bottom. Something's got to change." Okay, that's a really radio magic uh, kind of moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> right I, I was not expecting that kind of uh, insights. But uh, well, the only thing that comes to my mind is to congratulate you because uh, that's something that many of us are working through our entire life to get to that point and you got there quite early Uh, we will want to play your song as well so i guess we will ask you to give us the last two tips Mm -hmm. in in the in this upcoming minute too and then we will actually play your song all right um so the two last tips what are them uh it's to don't be afraid to grow don't be afraid to 
to be different and to just switch it up because good things come from the unknown we're we're kind of used to being afraid of the unknown that just just try <laughs> okay uh and the last thing is to reach out you know all this process was about um you know the inside and like your own self but then there's this also this part that uh Uh, you reach a moment when you need to reach out to people we need connection and um appreciation and it's like an a real example for my music um appreciation can do magic like even just one one thing one person can just boost boost you, boost it up Yeah, I remember when you told us over the phone when we talked that you you were doing the covers and then you had that moment like, okay, this is not really going anywhere. And yeah. then someone told you, right? What was the situation? Yeah. Uh, so I had the, the channel, the YouTube channel for quite a while already. Um, and I I just felt like I'm, I'm just looking silly <laughs> and that it's just not working. So... I, I was about to actually record another cover, but I just kept postponing it for, for days and, and it turned into weeks. But then I had this person from my high school, which was not really even uh, someone that I, I talked a lot with. Like, no, not, we're, we're in classmates, but um, still we knew each other. And he reached out and, and said that, uh, I know that this industry is tough, you know, I just... Uh, keep doing it you'll get there and i was like damn <laughs> that it, it was the, the perfect moment it just made me smile and i was like okay let's give it another shot yeah and i would like to say that i think appreciation from someone can do miracles so people remember yeah. to appreciate others and now paul we will play your last song which is fix you cover and because we are having very few time i will just play it right now So, bye guys. Uh, thank you for being here and with us today. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It was and so enjoy. Fun. And enjoy the cover by Paul. Fix You by Coldplay. When you try your best but you don't succeed What you want, but not what you need. When you feel so tired, but you can't sleep, stuck in reverse, and the tears come streaming down your face. When you lose something. to
Exhale. 